0: Hey guys welcome to another episode of unpredictably elevated i'm chai and it's your girl redeemed rebel and today's theme
1: is black Black love Love. (laughs) all right so we're going to get into our black history fact or facts um, concerning black love um i'm not sure if anybody's aware i wasn't i wasn't really aware of it but uh slaves were not allowed to be married um, so they had to use West African traditions, such as uh, jumping a broom, which is crazy because our mom, when she got married, like she had a broom. She had a broom made, and they jumped over the broom after the wedding. And I always wondering where she got that from. I didn't know. I thought it was like a superstition thing. But now I know. So because they couldn't legally get married, they had like made ceremonies or they would use techniques like jumping a broom. Or well, they would often just I believe like have a commitment between themselves but it was also out of fear because um they would be separated um family would be split up and um <clears throat> legal legal marriage marriage among slaves wasn't really recognized until after the civil war um kind of like after uh, the phrase were quote-unquote free um and that's and then also just about 50 years ago in 1967 from based on the article i read um love versus i want to say virginia or something like that oh
0: with where, the interracial
1: marriage yeah they yeah, um that's virginia Well, they legalized interracial marriage and it's like just just learning all of this or even reading some of it you kind of well, for me i separated myself from that but looking back on it it's like yo my ancestors our ancestors didn't even have the right to get married or we were I was reading in one article where it said we were basically property we were chattel chattels don't have feelings they don't get married they're just basically meant to be of service and that's it and it's like the fact that you could put this type of label and value on a on an actual human being just like you. It's kinda of crazy, you know, so shout out to all the black love out there. I'm pretty sure Harry me, you know, she had <laughs> she had a little boo thing. It's a joint truth, you know. There was a Mr. Truth out there, you know, we don't we don't know who he is, but regardless of whatever regardless of whatever trauma or experiences that our ancestors went through, they still managed to find love and try to make it work. And once they were freed, would go up north or go wherever they could to find their loved ones and the, and the family that they were sp- split up and broken apart from. So that's what I got for y'all today.
0: Well, that's nice. And I do wanna keep that tradition going. Um, Mama had her broom and I wanna have mine as well. Um, it's just something uh, for black culture yeah I think that's it's really for me that's what tradition is at least one of the traditions that we have Mm -hmm. um so I definitely want to, to to keep that going so as far as keeping it real what were some black love examples um from growing up I think the thing is the difficult part of looking back was personally having actual people to look up to like in real life was non-existent for me um so you know our parents they were together for a bit and then but it it was very i don't want to say completely toxic but there was some toxicity in there there was some trauma in there um so as far as like black love personally very rare um now when it comes to television and i think that's where a lot of us well in my opinion that's where a lot of get our black love representation um because a lot in the black community it's just not seeing you don't it's very rare to see couples Mm -hmm. who are together for a very long time and their kids know them like you know from the time they were born to the time they're in their 30s or 40s or whatever they're still together to me that's rare yeah so um as far as tv shows i was thinking about um like the cosby show i know you mentioned family matters a different world um even
1: the fresh prince Uncle yes Phil, that's true yeah Uncle Phil and uh, vivian which one both of them i ain't gonna lie like dark skinned vivian had attitude Yeah, especially, she did especially on the episode where she was dancing yeah that, uh-huh. <laughs> that was
0: funny <clears throat> yeah um my wife and kids martin uh and you said uh, living single between Sinclair and Sinclair and Overton, and then you, go ahead. But you were saying like not so much Maxine and
1: uh, and Kyle. <laughs> yo, I love I love Max and Kyle yo because they play too much. They were um, they play hard to get, and Max. Well, my, one of my favorite episodes is when Sinclair and Overton are actually getting married, and Kyle wants to bring uh, um. Max, but Max probably won't allow herself to admit that she likes uh, that she likes oh, Kyle. Yeah. So Kyle, to be petty, he he invites a, a model, and she gets some dude, random, some random kid. dude, yeah, some random dude. And so Kyle and the girl are having a great time while Max is across the table from them, just. <laughs> Watching them... Bugging. Yeah, just watching them. She gets jealous. And so they go into the kitchen. And and Kyle is like... Uh, she's like, are you trying to make me jealous? And Kyle's <laughs> like... Is it working? Yeah, basically. And so he's like, just admit it, Max. You like me. And she's like... In her own way, kind of miss it. And then they almost kind of say, I love you. But I mean, they play hard to get. And ultimately, she winds up having a, a, a baby... By him because wait what yeah he donates at a sperm bank and oh, she t- yeah, yeah, yeah. to get over Kyle she wants to have a baby and it turns out that the sperm that she used to, to 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 that she used was Kyle's wow so somehow they wind up together so for them because one I like Kyle's style and Max is just hilarious but then you also had Khadija and Scooter because they they were always off and on which is not necessarily healthy. But they had love for each other, and then you had, of course, Sinclair and Overton, because both of them got each other. It was very simple, but they were so corny. And Overton supported her, her dreams, and all of that. And that was just healthy. And then Regine, when she met that one dude, when she was planning a, <coughs> excuse me, when she was planning a wedding. And um, my favorite part about that one was. Um, she met him and he asked her to move in with him but her thing was she only wanted to move in with the guy if he asked her to be his wife Mm -hmm. and so she was talking to her mom and she was like mom i don't like i don't i don't want to demand that from him because what if i lose him and the mom is like well if he loves you that won't that won't that won't draw him away like that'll if he loves you he'll 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 support you right so, randomly, he comes over, he randomly surprises her and proposes to her. And that to me, that was beautiful because that's how she knew that was her husband. Because she knew that whatever guy asked her to move in with him, he was going to make her his wife. So, I just went on a big ass rant. But, <laughs> yeah, those are, I love living single.
0: So, another one that I just thought about was girlfriends.
1: What do you think about that? Okay. There was a, a who who. The yeah, was. well. Uh, I can't remember. Cause Joan had a lot of relationships. Yeah, that's true. But then you had Maya and Darnell. They broke up. Cause she cheated, but they got back together in the end. Yeah. Land was all over the place, though.
0: Yeah. Okay, so we've been out so much, but um, so currently we have Blackish, which I think is a great representation because it goes through all the stages i feel okay. like I there was even a, there was even a part where they separated for a little bit because they were going through some stuff mm-hmm. so it's just like i i don't want to say it's accurate but it definitely shows a lot of real situations mm. um so i think that's a really good representation out there that's current um obviously
1: currently the Obama's is out there yeah so they got the boy Barack out here with his chest out <laughs> showing skin I know Michelle all over that. Like, <clears throat> look at my man I mean you should see when, when she was uh at the whatchamacallit she was talking about his
0: swag that was hilarious oh for
1: real what she said yeah
0: it was her I think it was like her and Oprah and it was doing some event. I'll I'll show you the video. But yeah, so definitely the Obamas are out there representing. Um, and if you read o- Michelle Obama's book, that'll give you a little bit bo- a little bit more insight into their relationship. But they they are you know in it for the long haul. So I mean, it's too late for them now. I mean, yeah. Well, no, it's never too late if because that's another thing like if you go into a marriage with the option of divorce like you should in my opinion no one should go into marriage with the option of divorce unless you go in it and you have i don't really like i don't want deal breakers you know what i'm saying like people like obviously if he's like like beating on me then yeah like, I'm literally gonna die because this man keeps beating on me type of thing. hmm But, I don't know. I feel like if you're
1: both... I feel like deal-breakers are like, if you don't fix this, then we can't. We can't make that work.
0: Yeah, marriage is just a lot and so i understand why people would want to have the option of an out but i feel that marriage is such a to me it's such a like serious commitment you have to know going into it that you're not just marrying this person like you guys are committing to be partners for life right you you have to go through life together and I got that phrase from um, there is a YouTube family that I follow their names are Glenn and Yvette Henry and they're under belief in fatherhood channel and they are to me my right current my current favorite representation of what black love what a what uh marriage in general looks like um and they're not perfect and they show that on camera and it's amazing and i i really have learned so much from them but from their podcast podcast um
1: how married are you
0: yeah jeez, like i'm completely blank i'm just tired guys you know it's been a long night but um yeah so they have a podcast called how married are you and it's on youtube as well they record themselves as well and it has really shed some light on what marriage looks like and what type of conversations you have to have and it's it's so nice to have that because i feel like you don't really get that in deep detail until you're married and it's like oh crap like figure this shit out. Yeah like it's but I feel like with them like obviously there's gonna be stuff that they they might not talk about that we have to deal with but you can at least get some type of head start just by li- i feel like just by listening to the podcast. Um but yeah so that's where I got the phrase um that you have you're basically doing life with your partner um and it's and that's so real because it's like it's not just you it's you and your partner going through life together like you think about yourself going through life think about how we have to figure out how to pay our bills and all this other stuff we have to figure out and then tag another person on in that and so you both have to just be We're
1: doing it together yeah Find ways to support one another. You can't,
0: you know, do something by yourself thinking that's what's going to be best. Now, you have to always include that person because it affects both of you, not just you. And then you add kids onto that. So it's just like, it's a lot.
1: Yeah. I think marriage, I think the idea of marriage is just, I want to be married. We romanticize it because we oh, think yeah. of the romance Definitely. i know that's what i do I, I romanticize love but um i was reading the book the uh five love languages mm-hmm. and they said love is not a feeling love is a commitment i was like what <laughs> what the fuck you made it's a commitment like isn't it a feeling it's like no you have to make a choice every day every to choose day, yeah. to love your per your partner every day through the good the bad and the ugly and it's like <sighs> yep, I'm good on that. <laughs> For right now, at least. Yeah, it's it's
0: it's difficult, and I feel like so. Okay, so do you think be? I don't even know what the tools would be, but do you think, given the right tools, we could see? um more like community marriages like one time i went to this wedding it was a it was a black wedding and i heard some of the family members being like why did
1: they even get married like that's a white people thing and i was just like what so we believe in our culture it's not it's not i've never heard that before ever that's the first time i've heard of it I heard someone say that
0: yeah I've never heard of and that I before. was just like is it a white thing like I know a lot of obviously a lot of people are getting married now but like thinking back
1: like well back in the day even it was a guy I used to work with. he said it's not it's genetic for guys or for black men to not be faithful
0: it's genetic.
1: Yeah, he said it's in our DNA because we were bred to be with a whole bunch of oh, women. Oh uh, well. But I was like, I feel I like don't that's not genetic. I just
0: think that's that's just kind
1: of uh, I don't even know if
0: it's it's like brainwashing. Is is
1: so maybe that's because internalize
0: because we internalize a lot of things that we don't actually like realize that we can undo. So I can see where he's coming from. Because that kind of does make sense. like, But women, too, black women, too, were, like, breeders.
1: That I didn't know.
0: Yeah, like, they would have, when slavery, or when they stopped the boats from coming over, they would have breeding farms. So, like, the they would pick specific women that they wanted to breed, and they would go to these little farms and they, that's where they would have the, all the men and women all together and they would encourage them to have children so that they could get more slaves like through rape or like no no like they were with other slaves but they just put them all in this
1: one bro it's like we were, we were really literally animals bro yeah we were animals to them bro that's crazy bro like, that is so crazy like we were literally animals i mean we they still think of us
0: as animals as because if you think about it like i feel like why is it so difficult to get equity if they didn't think that we were the same as them you know what i'm saying yeah like what you mean like okay So if we tell like as a group, we're saying that we're not getting treated equally. Like if I come to you with a name that you don't um, think is normal or if I come to you listening to music that you think is stereotypical, anything that's out like you think you're you're there's still a separation of I'm better than you because of this one simple fact. Mm-hmm. and it's just like that's not true first off that has nothing to do with what I'm capable of who I am like you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so to to get the equity to be like hey you know we aren't being treated equally like you you still want to gentrify our neighborhoods and you still want to you know um make our schools poor basically like move all build new schools take all your kids to the schools but leave the schools in the neighbor in our neighborhoods horrible falling apart no supplies why every single child regardless of color race or whatever every single child deserves to have to be in a a great environment to learn um, to have all the supplies that they need, not just in these certain neighborhoods.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So there's there's still a divide. So if they thought of us as the same, there there shouldn't be a divide because everyone is the same. That means you wouldn't be gentrifying our neighborhoods because they would be the same. Like there would be no projects or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. to me that's how I I feel like it would be like it would just be
1: apartment buildings yeah and homes right but if you think about it because we were we were raised to we were raised to be the good black people we separated ourselves from the ghetto black people and we were the good ones because we lived in the nicer areas whatever whatever so I forgot my point. <clears throat> that happens. But I- oh yes, yes, my bad. So when you go to so when you go to the hood, so when we go to the hood, you'll be afraid to go to the hood. Why are you afraid to go to the hood? Because it's a whole bunch of black people there and the shit looks dirty as fuck. But if you ask yourself, why does it look dirty as fuck? Because there's nobody taking care of it. If people were taking care of the the quote unquote the hood or the bad neighborhoods, nobody would be afraid to go there. You know what I'm saying? Or it wouldn't look so because if you why why we always got to get the raggedy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like in Jacksonville, let's let's say going to Jacksonville, you go to certain places. Fucking the grass is not cut, trash everywhere. Everybody standing on the block or whatever, and it's like if we were to clean up our neighborhoods we all deserve a nice nice places to go to you know why shit got to be raggedy and you realize you're afraid of your own people bro like you going to the hood you don't oh no i don't want to go to the hood and it's like but who's there your people and we have misconceptions about them you know i feel like i would feel as though they don't want nothing better out of their lives they stuck like that and it's like that's not even the case more than anything I think they have more of a drive to want something better out of their lives than I do because because they lived in such harsh conditions not saying that we didn't either but like there's nobody really taking care of the the, the neighborhoods or the areas you know what I'm saying so they get the worst of the worst but things like that you don't realize (sighs) Just don't realize, and then they do they gentrify everywhere, bro. We was just saying what Tampa, and we seen that they was gentrifying the neighborhood that Daddy was in.
0: Oh yeah, cause they're building that stadium down there. I think they're still doing that in Ebor. Yeah, they're building that stadium like literally in the middle of the hood. That's and that's the thing is, we're kind of off the topic of Black Love, but it 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 doesn't make sense because even schools, like if you look at some schools like universities. They'll be, like, in the middle of the hood. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, why? Like, what is that? So you can bring more. Like, they're building so much around there. It's just, and they're pushing
1: everybody further back. So why are they bringing those schools into the hood? It's cheaper. Like, Even stadiums, too. Most of the stadiums, or most of yeah, the stadiums. prominent downtown things, is in the hood.
0: Because that's, that's just where they want it,
1: they I don't know. It's a lot. But, um... We're relating that to black love. We need to black love our community.
0: Yeah. That's true. We do. And we need to get in real estate. That's what we need to be doing.
1: Yeah, there's some people out there. There's some, but not a lot. I don't know if I should shout out the beach, but... You already said it, so you might as well. I just said the beach. All right, people. So, in my previous podcast, um, I was talking about American Beach, when American Beach was basically the only beach that allowed black people to come. It was like a luxury. We were denied beaches, uh, denied access to beaches all over Jacksonville. Um, The first black millionaire bought some some land, I think like 23 acres. Bought up a beachfront property and there was black owned businesses everywhere and it was a great place for people to come enjoy their time and it wasn't no raggedy shish you know it was something that we could all enjoy because again we deserve good things so basically he bought up a whole bunch of property but currently american beach is very vacant there are people that are buying up land and stuff and building houses but they tried to gentrify it by building resorts and stuff near but This lady named the Beach Lady. um, Because that uh, Abraham Lincoln Lewis. Was her grandfather. So um, she fought for them. To make it. uh, Like national. uh, Landmark. And for it to be like. Reserved and stuff. So there's a lot of land and real estate there. Abandoned buildings and stuff there. So if we have any listeners. I would say specifically black listeners. But we don't discriminate. Unless you're trying to push the cause backwards but <laughs> um if you're into real estate if any of our listeners are into real estate and you are located in the Jacksonville area or any area it doesn't matter look into American Beach and uh check out some of the properties and stuff and you know we try to keep everything in a, in a family not saying that nobody else can have any but we don't really have much as a black community like i read something before where the black the black hair industry is over a billion dollar business and you know how much black people own in that one percent bro one percent of something that we literally our lives depend on so it's like show yourself some love show your community love show the culture some love and get into it and, and don't words, squawk
0: the at the prices bro because we would go to target or well, not me i don't like going to target, I like but... going to target. <laughs> We we'll go to Walmart, or anything, and don't you know say nothing about the prices. But we go to a black-owned business, and we're like, mm, why are they charging so much?" I'm uh, guilty of that. I am. I-, I am too. That's why I'm telling you. Like, I'm trying to do better, and I want y'all to do better too, because we really our black dollar does not last. It lasts what? I think it was what less than 24 hours in our community. Yeah. like we need to spend more of our dollars back into the black community because quite frankly no one is doing that and that's part of, i feel like that's part of the reason why we are where we are because we we're putting our money into other avenues and they're putting their money into into other avenues so who's putting their money into us no one
1: yeah
0: yeah so, you know, really support your black businesses, whether that be restaurants, hair care, skin care. If you see somebody, if one of your friends is is has a business, support them. Buy their t-shirt. I know I need to do that with your t-shirts. Buy that buy buy their skin care, you know what I'm saying? Like Come on now, like we get, we have to do better. We have, and I like the, how how you put that. So, um, show black love to our community. We really do. We really do need to show, cause nobody else will. It's so like if we don't.
1: And sometimes you feel like, are you being racist or whatever? I mean, cause I get that feeling, like oh, but it's like it's not about that. It's just, it's about family. You will support your family. If you see that your family's trying to do something successful, trying to move some move their family forward, you will support that. You support the positivity, and it's like, what the fuck do we have as a culture? What do we have as a culture that's positive or that's, you know, what I'm saying we need something too.
0: We have blackout on uh, Tumblr. What's that? Uh, oh my goodness, I can't remember the day. I feel like it's it's once a month that they, you just you show you just put pictures of yourself so called a blackout they just trying to spread positivity blackness but yeah i think it's once a month. i can't remember what day but just look out look up blackout on tumblr just the way to push positively in blackness okay
1: i'm gonna have to check it out i'm gonna have to check it
0: out but um but yeah, so as far as social media, there are, you know, black love pages on Instagram popping up. Um, I know there's some stuff on Facebook and Tumblr. Um, the thing is that it's just like, why, God, do we have to create our own spaces online? Like we don't. It's like going to Afropunk. Like I'm, I literally was almost in tears because for me I know you went to HBCU, so you've had that collective black experience where it's just you and a whole bunch of black people, Mm -hmm. but I've never really had that until I went to Afropunk, and I literally was just like, wow, all these people are singing Avril Lavigne. I don't have to be alternative, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like in any other space- We like all
1: types of music too. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's like you put into these boxes of, oh, you only listen to gospel, R&B, and b uh, and rap maybe. yeah, yeah hip hop it's just like no like you know I've I listened to some folk and country and electronic a little bit of EDM I can't take too much of EDM but
1: shout out to Don Richard. is she EDM? is she electronic? she electronic oh okay I'm gonna let you finish your statement yeah but
0: but yeah so you know we out there and to me that was that was a really really good feeling to go to Afropunk and see all these beautiful black people interested in all of this alternative music but also just celebrating each person individually if that makes sense like none of us were all the same but you know we're here we're all here Yeah, I don't know but it's just like why do we have to create these spaces and it's just like that's why I had to get off Tumblr because I created my own little black utopia everything was black 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 be black 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 and so when I would go on anything else or go in a real world I'm just like I (laughs) I, I just I felt like something was missing and that's why I just stayed online. Like online, everything, you know, I could relate to everything I was following and I felt like I was being heard and that, you know, people were out there just celebrating their blackness. But it's like when you go out in the in the actual world, it's like, yeah, commercials are starting to add a little bit more color. You know, mm-hmm. you, you see a bit more. Um, you see more black newscasters. Um and you know they're coming out with a lot of black uh like lead movies and
1: tv shows so that's cool i just feel but, like if you think about where we started from where we are now it's like damn you 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 so grateful to be black because yeah. like look how far we've literally come yeah by.
0: and that's true i wouldn't change that i don't know if i would live in those times because you gotta have a strong spirit to live back in that day you was and i think that's what the thing is is that you you got put into two categories either you was weak or you was strong but even still when you was weak you was strong i mean yeah but i feel like all the people who went with Harriet Tubman them people had oh, yeah that was strong extra strong because you knew bro the minute you stepped off the station <coughs> your shit ass got is crazy. real yeah. Excuse my language. I'm trying not to cuss, but it got real because you would have dogs chasing you. They would be on horses chasing you, like, like that. And then when you didn't, if they caught you, you would be the example, and they would beat your ass in front of everybody just so they would scare everybody. And that's the thing, fear. They put the fear into us real bad real real bad and fear really will keep you in place it really will if you think about anxiety i don't know about y'all but my anxiety will keep me complacent if i don't do nothing about it i will literally sit in my fear for weeks afraid to do the most simplest thing
1: that's true
0: so it's just like We have to step outside of that and not be afraid to love ourselves and to love our people and to push back on the anti-white propaganda that goes with being pro-black. That's not true, you know what I'm saying, like, it is what it is, it's propaganda, like, that's what that is. You don't want me to love who I am and to... Because you feel like it excludes you. Yeah, and it's like, no.
1: But it's like we've been excluded our whole lives.
0: But if you think about I saw this somewhere. I can't remember where it is. And they said that pro-black, you know, was to celebrate our blackness. But if you look at the definition of pro-white,
1: it was like white supremacist like it was yeah because i was gonna say on the to flip to put the shoe on the other foot what, what did they say if i hear somebody saying yeah white power i would immediately think negatively about it so it's yeah, like maybe they when they
0: do white power when that when it was originally it was like the kkk and like that's what white power was that's white supremacists. that's what pro-white white power that's what that looked like
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you do you think they're they're projecting their bigotry onto our what? Yes, because
0: they think that what they do, we're trying to do to them. That's what I truly think. They don't want us to quote unquote get on top because they feel we're gonna do the same thing to them. But it's like no, we're gonna be better than you because we can run a
1: country. Like we're not dumb. You know, I didn't realize how many Black Indians there were i know that's random <laughs> but speaking of how when you say how we can run a country how we uh we were able to coexist and cohabitate with black indians or with the native people and the fact that we respected them enough to carry on their culture it is you right about that you're very right about that we can't run a country i guess i don't know is it because we know what it feels like to be neglected or is it because we just have we just were raised with respect?
0: I think there was a respect thing because we respected nature, and I think that that to me that's number one. Like, if you really respected nature, you would respect every human being because you know what goes into creating it. Hmm. So, do
1: you think the I don't want to say white people but do you think white people were uh, born with like ultimately bad when we were born good because it's like how could how could some how could we have respect for others other cultures And they not like I'm not saying all, but the collective of them, the majority seemed like they really didn't like, or was it just greed? I think
0: it was greed, to be honest, because, okay, so we were fine with how we were living. You know, we were fine living off the land. That's how we lived. But as soon as the Anglos came over, they was like, ugh. You're naked and you but was live. was eating with their
1: motherfucking hands and stuff. Okay, I like eating with my hands. Yeah, but I'm saying they calling us. They saying ill to us, but they was eating with their hands. They weren't. Are oh, you talking about them? Like yeah. yeah, they weren't eating
0: with. They weren't. They weren't washing their hands or nothing. Like
1: yeah. the
0: hygiene part, they neglected. But they thought because they wore clothes and they had the Bible and Christianity that they were superior. They had that in their heads. They came to a whole nother country, continent, whatever they went. Everywhere they went outside of where they were born. They decided that they were the shit. And that they was going to try to turn us, quote unquote, savages into them. And that's where assimilation came. So either you acted like them or you they were, were savage. the savages. They were the savages, yes. Like, we showed them, or the, not we, but the Native Americans showed them, you know, how to live off the land. And then after they taught them how to do that, they killed them and raped their women. Like, I
1: don't Why understand. did they do that?
0: What do you mean, why did they do that? They didn't need them anymore. Just like anything that they don't need anymore. They just destroy it. Damn.
1: Yeah, I have to do a lot of research.
0: I mean, I have to do more research. I don't know, like, super in-depth history, but that's But it's a like just, my question, why would you do something like that? Because you have, you feel you have the power to do so. If you have a gun and somebody else has a bow and arrow, are you not going to think you're the shit?
1: That's true.
0: Okay. So just imagine So
1: Pocahontas that. was real, real I I thought that was a real story.
0: <coughs> but she was like way younger than Disney, what Disney portrayed her to be. Have
1: you ever heard a wolf cry to the four Or Rash the grinning bobcat. What? <laughs> or Anyways. <ask> <laughs> In
0: ways. Um Yeah. So, I feel like this needs a part two, because, or maybe, no, no, this is it. We'll talk about relationships separately. But, um, black love is complicated. I feel like we really need to start showing ourselves the love that we want other people to show us.
1: Yeah, if you think about it, I I say as far as my personal experience, just realizing how sleep i truly am on just the impact for example he's talking about the obamas i just looked at them as oh it's just a regular family but it's like nah that's really important for the culture because one look at our president now look at our past presidents who were played with scandal their families are all messed up and stuff and the black family. The family that you probably was like, Oh, some shit gonna happen or But they were the, the healthiest thing. family that we ever had. They had they had to be that way. They had to look <coughs> twice as
0: good just to seem normal. That is true, but they I feel like that came naturally to them. I mean, yeah, that's just how they were, I feel. Like, but still like they had to be extra on it like in Michelle Obama's book she was talking about how everything that she did in the beginning of her, of her of being first lady they didn't really care about they they only cared about what she wore and like how she looked or whatever so she had to kind of use that attention and kind of move Redirected. it toward yeah and so it's just like <sighs> they're going to I don't know they're just they're just always going to just assume certain things about you but you have to you can't let it get to you and and so you can't let it get to you so much that it distracts you from what you really should be doing and that's what she did like you know it it was upsetting to know that that was happening Mhm. But <clears throat> she had to keep it moving. Like when she would be get, she was called like gorilla and all that stuff. Like, yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. Like,
1: I feel like you should never disrespect. Nobody would ever disrespect any other president or the first lady like that. But just what they represent for the culture and imagine their grandchildren like oh my god look where I've come from you know that's great for the culture something positive for the culture you know things like that like I was looking at a whole bunch of Nicki Minaj stuff and this may even go back to our unpopular role models but as far as business wise she's like the leading black woman in rap music or in music in general you know what I'm saying so it's like Instead of just thinking of it as Nicki Minaj, it's like, well, that's a black woman. Like, she's literally a mogul, bro. Like, literally a Wait, mogul. Wait, so, like, above Beyonce? No, but she's on the level of Beyonce because uh, they did a song and together. And Rihanna? And Rihanna. Rihanna, too, as well. Like, Rihanna's got her own Fenty products. Like They said she might come out with
0: one more album and then she's going to let her music go.
1: I mean she does do other need things. It. Yeah I mean Man, She's already yeah, built no, her. But
0: like dang I just Can't Can I come out Maybe
1: like three more albums or? But I think they just Like Nicki said She's like You have to be a businesswoman. Music is what you do But you do other things Because it's a business You know mm-hmm. You're not just a musician But just Rethink about the Rihannas And the Nicki Minaj's And the Beyonce's They literally rule the world As, as black women mm-hmm. Not just women in general But it's like That's important You know what I'm saying Like their kids, Blue Ivy, I don't know. if Rihanna don't got no kids. Nicki don't got no kids. But when their children and their children's children look back, they're going to be like, that's where my, that's where I come from. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. No, that's
0: that's crazy.
1: <clears throat> so it's
0: like. Like, she don't ever have to worry about nothing.
1: Who, Blue Ivy? Yeah. Like,
0: nothing ever like Beyonce, in her life. I
1: feel like Beyonce and Jay-Z erase her right enough to where she won't be so. Like she won't be stuck up. Like toward.
0: Will and Jada's kids.
1: Yeah. Well they that's their mom. That's their parents' money. They gonna get their own. <clears throat> Even yeah, just things like that. You start to recognize, man, I need to start loving myself more. You realize the negative, the negative trace that you feel towards your own people. Like I still say them, like I'm not black. Or you know, I still have negative connotation towards dark skin and stuff like that. And it's like You don't realize that you're not loving yourself. Or I was listening to Ari Lennox on IG Live, and she said she was in Atlanta, and she's had Ari Lennox. First of all, let's. This is the first woman I've seen in the industry who wears her natural hair, in the music industry, where it's caught my attention. Like usually, you wear weave and stuff like that.
0: That was like uh, Misty on um, Luke Cage. Did wait, wait, hold on, backtrack. Did she have another show?
1: I don't. I don't know.
0: I thought she had a show where she was
1: like a cop. Oh no no no, that's another chick. You talking about Rebel? Oh
0: yeah 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 yeah. yeah Rebel. Rebel. Was the okay shish. okay.
1: Rebel was, I don't know her name, but Rebel was the shit. Yeah. Mad she would wear she
0: would wear her natural hair like every episode she True. had a different hairstyle.
1: Yeah, that was cute. But Aerie just wears her natural hair like it's like a wash and go all the time, But <laughs> she'll put it in a bun. And I was like, yo, that's crazy. Like, and she said she went to Atlanta and um. They were ragging on her hair. And I'm like, Atlanta, like. Bro, Atlanta. I'm like, isn't that like the natural hair fucking. No.
0: Like, there's a lot of people wear that, that wear their natural hair. But there's a lot of people who are wearing, like, um, just protective styles. Like, weaves, uh, braids.
1: I feel like when we went to Atlanta, weaves. we saw natural hair. I don't even remember. Well, that was at Afro Okay. <coughs> But it's like for, for the fact that a man was like, yo, he she she was like, this man was like, dude, what's wrong with your hair? I'm like, yo, this is like twenty nineteen, bro. That's natural hair is everywhere. So I'm like, what rock have you been under? You know what I'm saying? Like, but I feel like she shows love. She does. She shows love. Monique, she embraces her gray. She ain't dying her hair at all. She embraced that gray. So Is you, she all gray now? All gray. What? I didn't see that. I'm telling you, Monique be, Monique be talking that real, real stuff, bro. She's talking that real, real stuff. I
0: like she don't got no choice at this point. I mean, she I feel like she's always been talking her herself.
1: I feel like now she has a little bit more control over her business now. So she just, she doing the damn thing. I think she's the first black woman to head, first black comedian to headline a show in Vegas or something like that. Oh, really? I think so, if I'm not mistaken. Because she in Vegas. She doing her thing. Like, you gotta fight for your life, baby. But, um, we do gotta show ourselves some more love. And I don't think we really know how to do that. We
0: don't. We really don't know how to love ourselves. Because every time we do, that's when we get hit with the, oh, you're anti-white shit. So, it's just like, okay, so what... This is a rhetorical question, but what can we do to not make you feel offended? Nothing, because everything offends you. If I go outside and my bantu Nuts and my dashiki and I'm just, you know, got my hip hop Christian music, that's another thing. Like people Y'all are self conscious about that. Yeah, and I'll be going to first off. Okay, so I like to listen to Christian hip hop, like Lecrae. NF is kind of extreme, but he's still. He just Christian. came out with a new album. I know. I gotta listen to it again. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I, I like listening, you know, to those type of things. But it's like I go into neighborhoods, and it's like I turn it down because it's it's still if if my windows are up and you still hear the bass, you gonna think I'm I'm listening to like just hip hop, but it's Christian music, but you're not gonna know that. So it's just like, again, I feel like I'm assimilating. It's like when I went to do Postmates the other day and I was in Jack's Beach and I went to this really nice development and I turned my music down, like all the way down. I'm just like, why should I do this? But then it's like, it's borderline. So are you trying to be considerate or are you trying to hide the fact that (laughs) you've listened to hip hop? But it's like, I feel like I'm hiding the fact that I'm listening to hip-hop.
1: Yo, being black is stressful, bro. <laughs> That's
0: why black moms need to get doulas. Just saying. Hit me up. Go ahead, every time. No, go ahead.
1: Speak no, on it. Speak no, on it. No,
0: I'm just saying because it's <laughs> stress, everyday stress, stress and anxiety lead to um, mental disorders. It can lead to mental disorders. Mm-hmm. Um... And we're not really, we're not taught about that. Uh, Therapy is still, I think we're getting better about therapy in the black community, you know, because that is a form of self-love. Going to therapy, even if it's like once a week or once a month, going to somebody and talking to them about your stress, about your anxiety, about your experiences, can help. And that's a type of self-love that we need to show ourselves. Um, Even if you create a group in your community where you guys just come together once a week and just talk about what you're going through and just kind of just dig through it a bit. Um, Not just like more than venting. Um, because venting only goes so far, like you have to get to the bottom of your triggers and stuff like that. So that's why therapy is, it's recommended. But if you're not ready for therapy and you have like, you know, you know, a few people in your neighborhood, you just want to have some people to connect to, then do that. Create a meetup. But therapy is, is, it can work wonders as far as, helping break down that stress and those anxiety and that depression because it takes a toll it takes a toll on your brain power your energy power it affects you physically and I don't think we're taught that we're not taught that stress the stress that we carry literally (laughs) gives us like physical symptoms and so you know um speaking on um black maternal mortality you know when women black women 1 in 4 women uh 1 in 4 black women are uh susceptible to dying in childbirth because of the stress the stressors that we experience on a daily basis um it's it's a lot, um, but yeah. So if you, I'm not gonna go into detail right now. I'll have on we'll have another episode about that. But if you want to check out my page, God brought me here on Instagram. That'll give you some more information on that. But show yourself some love by getting therapy, um, counseling even if you're not ready for that there are you know you can get a journal and start journaling um, I know some people are like where do I start start with the very first event in your head that you can think of just go chronologically and just start with that one event and and you, the thing, thing is you have to be ready to emotionally go through that event again because you do have to go through it because you have to understand your triggers or even just just figure them out like just write down what happened go through you know what how it made you feel you know what it was that made you feel a type of way was it something that somebody said something that some somebody did you know because you have to figure out where to go from there and how to begin to love yourself again. Because, me personally, after each traumatic event, you shut down more and more. Like it takes a piece of your soul away to the point where you don't want, you know, no one, you don't want people to touch you or be around you or to be close to you. You just want to keep, you know, keep yourself um, closed off, um, basically isolating yourself. In order to, I say get back to normal, but like get back to um, this is something like getting back to your innocence. Mm-hmm. Like, in order to do that, you have to break that down because you have to heal. Though you have to heal your soul back the way it was, like when you were a kid. Like and get that innocence back. Like the the world just breaks you down and it, it makes keep, you more serious. It does. It makes you more serious and you don't want to do things because you're avoiding stuff happening to you again. But at the same time, you can't control that you can learn from those experiences that you've had. But you can't necessarily prevent something from happening to you. Again, you can be aware of the red flags, you can know body language. Um, you can know what manipulation looks like, um, what narcissism looks like, what toxicity looks like, but you can you cannot really prevent it by closing yourself off, isolating yourself. Does not prevent stuff from happening. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so even if you do get yourself in a similar situation where you where you had a trauma before. You cannot blame yourself for doing that because you are a human being. You, you know, you are susceptible to things happening. That's just life. And that's something that we have to be okay with. It sucks because you want to be like, wow, I learned this lesson. Now I'm not going to do it again. But you may still get in that same situation, make them make the same choices. But that doesn't mean you're less of a person or you know you you are dumb or you know gullible or naive like you're human and you know we are imperfect the only perfect person is God
1: I want you to take everything you just said and go back to what you was just talking about this morning in the kitchen
0: what was I talking about
1: you said that you're afraid to make a decision
0: I am afraid to make a decision.
1: <laughs> but think about what you just said. I know. But it's easier to dish out advice than to give it to receive. It is. And I'm
0: very, I'm very, it, that's something very hard for me to do because I can put myself in your shoes and give you advice. But when it comes to myself, I know the advice. I know it. I know everything that I would tell someone else in my same shoes. That's why I say everything is easier said than done because it's just like you have to overcome that. You have to be like, look, I'm not going through this again. Like, you need to boss up. You need to just take that first step and get out there and stop worrying, stop having the fear, and just rely on God.
1: Yeah, if you think about it, there's nothing this world can do to you but try to break you.
0: Yeah, I mean, try. And it's just like, but and um, that that goes again with the daily choice. You have to make a daily choice to love yourself. You have to make a daily choice to love God and to to surrender. Because if to me personally, if you don't surrender to God every day, you are susceptible to the devil's chocolate. It will sound so good to your ears but it'll give you a stomach ache if you take that advice. You'll be so upset with yourself. Yeah. But you it's it's difficult and you know that's why I like that we can have these conversations because sometimes it feels like, you know, I feel like since that we've lived together, it's like we have similar um like I don't want to say like similar thought patterns, but Like, we kind of worry and have fear around the similar things. So, like, being close to each other and having these conversations, we're able to be like, okay, like, I'm not going through this by myself. Like, I'm not freaking out by myself. Like, there's a lot of people out there in similar situations. But alone. Yeah, and they're alone. So, it's just like, this... Platform, It's just being able to put that out there and to tell people that they're not alone. And that, you know, because just being here with you talking this through, like, it helps. That's why I'm saying therapy. Y'all need therapy. Um, families need therapy. Single people, men, black men, y'all, girl, boy, I was about to say. Yeah. get y'all therapy like it is not you are not weak it is going to be difficult to be vulnerable yes but y'all internalized uh, masculinity issues daddy issues that. mama issues
1: <laughs> he mentioned
0: y'all got issues and you know if therapy gives you that safe space to be vulnerable then do that, ladies. If y'all with men, make sure that y'all are creating safe spaces for them to be vulnerable with you. That you are not, um, uh, what's the word?
1: I would say insecure when they when they are honest with us about something, because it can be not insecure. We take it personal. We internalize it or it onto ourselves until so, to the point where it would be like I don't even want to I don't even want to talk to you no more or maybe just being open minded mm-hmm. <clears throat> but show yourself some black love man and get therapy a lot of times black men we see y'all strong demeanor how fine y'all look we don't think that something we don't think nothing wrong we think well I personally think that you're simple you think about three things food water and sex which is messed up in whatever you're passionate about in life but I mean there's more there's more than meets the eye you know it's, it's definitely men are complex creatures even though we classify them as simple they're complex creatures as well and they have to um, process their traumas and all of that and And yeah. I mean, I feel
0: like that's that's part of equity. Like, we're all the same. We all have feminine and masculine energy.
1: Yeah, I read my birth chart yesterday. It turns out I have six signs in feminine energy and four masculine energy. And here I was thinking I was completely aggressive.
0: Anyways, we're not going to get into astrology because... (laughs) I'm not trying to get into false idols, but, um...
1: It's not false idols. Bro. It's just... Something. It's... Science.
0: That can lead to false (laughs) idols. If you let that shit go, like, if you get too into it, if you start really believing it, like, checking your shit every day... Oh, nah, the horoscopes
1: and stuff, yes, but if you're just yeah we're not gonna but are not gonna get into it yeah like can't.
0: even still like going by the signs and all of that like
1: but you gotta admit bro
0: <laughs> yes it's, I, it's, I, is it a coincidence or not it's very interesting <laughs> yes i will give you that there's some stuff like that is just like to me numerology is so fascinating but i try to be like Super into it like I used to be because I don't want one. I mean,
1: I don't want to die and go to hell. Like, you're not gonna die and go to hell, bro. You don't know that you don't know if you don't that you gonna if you don't do it, that you're gonna go to heaven.
0: But I'd rather not do it and go and have a chance to go to heaven than do it. That's and another then,
1: thing we need to talk about. We need to talk about religion, girl. That's that's gonna be like a part three series (laughs) all right so what's on your mind what's got your attention um
0: currently um, what I know for sure by Oprah um, just like little short memories of hers that gave her life lessons um, so I'm trying to focus on the joy. Like, every day, do something that brings you joy. Or at least every week, do something that really brings you joy.
1: We haven't been living pretty
0: joyful. Yeah, well, I mean, I just got, came from a trip this weekend, so that was oh, nice. Never. Did you do something this weekend? Nope. I knew you was going to do nothing. I
1: ate. That was joyful. Bro. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> eating is... That good. wasn't showing myself love, y'all. Well, maybe it was. Well, not when you overeat.
0: Yeah, overeating is not Anyways um, We need to do something today Because I feel like today is going to just
1: Do what?
0: I don't know Yoga?
1: Something. I was going to say bro, let's go to the Chinese sushi spot <laughs> uh, Who got money for that bro? Yeah, we don't Anyways That's showing love
0: Find what makes you happy, what brings you joy, what satisfies your self-love cravings, whether that's writing an affirming letter to yourself, um, which I used to do religiously, like every other day I would write something to myself, like, girl, get it going, like, what's up with you? I would go through like a whole list, but um, yeah, like do some yoga, or just sit, and meditate, and clear your mind. Just practice mindfulness. Bring that peace back to you. Um, you know, have some prayer time. Just block off your phone and have some prayer time. Or color, soul, origami. Learn language, uh instrument. Something that takes you away from your current situation of worrying, fear, and anxiety.
1: Write a love story. That's what you need to do. I do. What
0: happened to my fifth element alien story?
1: That's a process, bruh. Oh, I haven't bro. even finished the last story about me going to Costa Rica. <sighs> but Tap into process. your
0: creativity. That's all we're saying. Tap into your creativity. You have it. Don't let it snow. Just because you may not know how to draw or I don't know, do another language. You, everybody has creativity. Just tap into it, you know? Just nothing is stupid, nothing is too small. Just do it. Go bake a cake from scratch. You know, just...
1: Can we bake some biscuits?
0: What are we going to eat with the biscuits? <laughs> you just, just said bake a cake from a scratch? A cake, not biscuits, okay? That's there's two different tastes. We just, you just going to have butter on your biscuit and that's it? Hell yeah, that's showing me
1: love, bruh. Butter biscuits. We should have had that with the grits. Alrighty, let's go get some sushi then. Who <laughs> got the money? Maybe I've been praying to God that we find at least a hundred on the floor.
0: <laughs> if you can't tell, we are two struggling millennials trying to find our creativeness in a world full of <sighs> I don't even know, stability? Yeah, so I feel like stability is threaten, all our
1: yeah, like they threaten you. They basically you have either chase your dreams and lose stability or keep stability and lose your dreams. So basically they make you afraid to chase after what you want because you swim in unknown territory. Which is very scary as hell.
0: It's so scary, guys. Like and we chose the hardest <laughs> freaking route possible. Damn, can you get your feet on my face? They don't stink. Uh uh, your sock dirty. Well, side note, sorry guys. But, um, but yeah, just find your creativity. Um, it's out there, you know. It's there. You just gotta find it, right? You know, your feelings can turn into, writing your feelings can, t- can turn into poetry. It can turn into a short story. It can it can turn into an inspirational article that you can be sending out, you know. Just tap back into your creativity and your dreams, and just do one small thing a day to get closer to that, you know. Mm-hmm. Because it's life is too short to just be worrying about bills for the rest of my life. Like you can't even when you. It's not like when you die, you get a oh she paid her bills on time. Like no. When you die, pass your what the Credit are. does. Okay, but when you when you die, what's your credit gonna do for you? Oh yo yeah, yo your, your, your people can't even use your credit to get a good casket.
1: Yeah, but y'all make credit
0: seem like it's the credit credit to me is an anglo thing to keep black people down because in order to get credit, like it's so hard to build credit. And it's
1: That's
0: like why I just said fuck mines. <laughs> oh lord. But, bro, <laughs> if you want a business loan, I mean, okay, here's the thing. There are other ways of get. This is a whole nother episode, credit and, and financial literacy, but don't don't say fuck your credit. <laughs> you just said it's an angle. Yes. Thing. <laughs> yes. It is yes. But still, bro. What
1: we're gonna do? We're gonna build a house off grid? I just don't give a damn about the American society, bruh.
0: <sighs> you know, yeah.
1: they say you don't even have to pay your, all your debts. They just want to make sure that you're, you're, you're reliable, basically. I'm like, if y'all don't get that sh- out of here, all right. We are we to go back on track to Black Love. Yeah. So speaking of Black Love, I just I'm just gonna conclude with Don Rashad because we mentioned her. As far as like <clears throat> we mentioned the Afro Punk thing mm-hmm. and different music and a lot of people classify her as, as R&B because she's a Black woman, but she makes uh, electronic music, pop music, and she wants to be considered a pop artist. I can I can say that that's pretty dope. Um, cause I'm not really into uh. Techno, EDM, electronic. Some of them songs they be a little popping. Okay, cool. Calvin Harris. <clears throat> okay, cool. But listening to some of her music and realizing that that's the direction that she's trying to go and I think that's pretty cool because some of the songs you can play at a you can play at an electronic club. Or you can play like remember when we went to uh the Okeechobee Fest and that rave section it was like mm, stu, stu. Yeah. And I can imagine that they playing her her music on there and it's like damn imagine being Well, I wouldn't say faded, but imagine being just in your zone there, you know, dancing, vibing out to a black woman. I think that'd be pretty cool. I look, they
0: had like a black DJ one uh, one time.
1: I wanted to be her DJ until I realized she already has a black female DJ, but she's okay. You can never add too many, but I just want to say shout out to you, Miss Rashard, because you the shit and your songs... I like a few of them. They are pretty cool.
0: A few. I feel like you were playing her.
1: I play the same songs. <laughs> I do. I have my favorites, but um, I try to be open minded and stuff. Um, but I guess I wonder if there's gonna be eating any more electronic, um, electronic artists, black artists, and then she's also trying to do anime. There's not a lot of, but she said she says that all the time. There's not a lot of black women in anime. I don't know no black women in anime.
0: She the only one that I know. Uh, that's like the uh, voice actor. What's her name? The one that did Susie. Susie? Yeah. What's her name? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. But she does. She has done so many black characters. I think she says she can count the black voice actors on one hand or two hands that's or something. Crazy. Yeah. And a whole industry of people. So it's just like that's why she was do. She's done a lot of black characters for animation. So Show love Just show love to your brothers and to your sisters Because we need it You know what I'm saying We all Carrying The same weight On our shoulders And we just need to know that We have support It's out there you know Yay! yay. all so that concludes our
1: mini docu-series <laughs> i feel like this turned into a, a rant yeah i feel like we found a way to make it fall back to black love though
0: well if you if you got here to the end we thank you for supporting us um Like I always say, if there is a topic that you want us to discuss or you want us to um, do a little research on, because me personally, I love doing research. So if you feel like you got the time to do it, send send it my way and I will try to do my best in researching all avenues. And then we'll do a podcast on it. Um, You know, if you have any questions, send us a message on Anchor. Or on our social media. Mine is God Brought Me Here. And yours is Rebel underscore speaks. And that will be in the notes. But um, but yeah. Thank you for joining us again for unpredictably elevated. You never know what you might learn. Peace. Toodaloo.